three best friends. One, a self-proclaimed Real Housewives expert. The other, a virgin to the franchise. But wait, what about me? Uh, and of course, our favorite <laughs> that keeps us in line. Join us, Loud Girls, as we traverse the Real Housewives universe one tea spill, table flipping episode at a time. This is the Real House Friends podcast. Ew. Work. Okay, that work. might work. That might work. Hi. Hello, it's us, your favorite house friends. You are the yes. loudest bitch in the world, Alex. Yeah, that we, said, we just so talked loud. about levels, Alex. I know. How am I coming in now? Too hot. <laughs> I just think it's it. the the um the volume plus with the closeness of your face to the microphone. Mm-hmm. How am I now? Pretty good. It's pretty better, I think testing wow i'm we're just gonna i'm probably gonna now the only thing out. now the only thing loud is your fucking wig <laughs> what that was funny um oh i was gonna say something like alex thank you alex and amanda i had an idea what if you know you know kind of the idea that we were gonna we had we were gonna have alex wear different hats every episode yeah um but what if we just alex just wears this wig every episode and puts a hat on top of the wig Oh, geez. No. For the people that can't see, um, and because I haven't edited any videos yet, we have video footage that I'm trying to find time to do, but it's just, it'll come when it comes. But Alex is sporting uh, my Halloween costume, Lisa Rinna wig. And can you do the thing with your head that I love that you do so much? (laughs) (laughs) What? Is that what Lisa does? No. (laughs) (laughs) He's just he's but he's bald and beautiful and big bootied and he um he just isn't used to having Mm -hmm. hair on his head. So when he has hair, I think that's his way of like feeling the hair by like just like what he does for you who can't see. He like shakes his head, shimmies his head, like a little little shimmy, just to get the little hairs off. He also like shakes his. He takes his dainty little fingers and like shuffles the hair out of his <laughs> out of my face. Like it's, I understand. It is so funny. He does not make this. He does not do this motion <laughs> unless he's wearing the wig. So it's just so funny to me. Anyway, welcome you back. Really Epis- are so beautiful. Thank truly, you. truly. Thank um, you. Welcome back to episode seven. Um, this is the finale episode. I didn't realize. Yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was Thanks. seven, and then eight was the finale. But we have a finale episode now, and the eighth episode is like a reunion slash like after the aftermath, like what has happened since we left episode, which was very. I think it was. It was a blueprint to what was to come because you know yeah. we'll get to it, but it was. Um, I think that was the official start of what the housewives, you know, the branding was going to be. Cause it got a little catty just as a little foreshadow. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway. Save that for ep, t- for, for ep eight. For, okay. Yeah. Ep eight. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I um, just wanted I mean, to, oh yeah. Oh, what? I, no, yeah. Oh. Quickly just wanted to, um, we just had like a really spicy week, like in a good way. Um, oh. I just wanted to give a shout out um to some some people you know i've got friends that are um that are checking this checking us out and it's really great and i'm just so glad for everybody that is i'm just really grateful for everybody that's listening in um shout out to my boss sarah i'm a little (laughs) afraid for myself (laughs) but she watched her first or listened to our first episode 
and she she liked it apparently i don't know actually she was texting me middle of watching it and hasn't said much afterwards i just so i'm a little um, nervous for tomorrow morning <laughs> i but. really i really um can't wait for her to, i can't wait to hear about the feedback um about the step daddy step mommy porn oh, i can't oh, wait no. for her to oh, say no. for me to no. say that oh, the f no. slur um what else i can't like um at one point amanda said something about her popping her puss uh because (laughs) (laughs) i can't wait for your boss to give us feedback on that (laughs) i I also was having a little bit of like anxiety today of like is she have i said anything about work (laughs) you have not said anything anything bad about work you the only thing so the only thing that you have said, no. The only thing that you've talked about is public knowledge that it's that the company's been under, like okay, that, the, and how you. I would be really mad bullet. if I kept my job and not got laid. Well, laid got, off. Got and then they turn around a- and they're like, "We're actually going to let you go because you said some ratchet shit on a podcast." About Girl, so, just as an FYI, that we you just now put your foot in your mouth because we have never mentioned your job's name. And you just mentioned your job's name. We can blurp it out. <laughs> you have it. The reason why it's not, it's been okay this entire time because you've had no affiliation. <laughs> and now <laughs> I'll, you. I'll bleep well, it out anyway. Towards I'm going to go home. I'm going home. You're I'm going home. home. I, that's the point. I'm going home. I will see you bitches later. Have fun oh on this episode without me. I'm you are so funny. Outside of that, definitely shout out to Sarah, your yes. boss. So shout out to, to who Sarah, doesn't work the best at the same place as you, which is the name that you said. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I also wanted to give a really, really special shout out uh, to to the homie Grim. I actually I went. Oh into yeah, Grim. A- who is Grim? <laughs> I love that. Who is what? <laughs> I did not preface this at all with you guys. I'm so yeah, this sorry. is new information. Right. So sorry. Is, is his last name Reaper? Like guys... <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> no. Oh my. Well, okay. So long story short. Um Wait, me... what really quick. I'm so sorry. Thank you, Grim, for listening. I really did not mean just to well, I don't know. about your name. Listen, I don't know if Grim is listening, okay, but I <laughs> So I just want to make a shout out. I got into a lift with Kevin uh, yesterday, had the most wonderful day. We were just, you know, buzzing around New York, having a good time. And we hopped into this lift and the lift was a podcast, which was super cool. Uh, The podcast is called No Longer Apart and it's hosted by the driver his name is grim um and basically the podcast is just an opportunity um for you know for grim to get out of his shell he says he's actually normally like a really quiet closeted kind of person doesn't really like to interact with people oh my a lot. god so you are get... the litmus test for him you <laughs> I know. you are, you put you push him to the limit baby <laughs> I know. I know it. I know it. I yeah, when he said that to me, I was like, oh shit. He, he the, should I get out now or <laughs> you don't have to he finish like, the ride. He was white knuckling the steering wheel and sweating while he was driving. <laughs> I literally and in true Amanda fashion, he said, so basically you get to get like 
talk about like you can talk about whatever you want um we can talk or you can talk about like what you've got got going on you know or blah 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 so i gave a real cute little shout out for real house friends bow, bow, bow. so i figured At what, I how many minutes paper. in how many in its minutes in did you say something like Oh hey girl! Like, what did, did that, like when he said he had the when, the when you saw the microphone? Is that what he said? Hey girl, or did was it when he said he was filming you for a podcast? Well, no, because I didn't. So this is the thing: is it was kind of cool. He had a little on-air sign set up, and then the microphone had a little. That's candy so cup cute. It. it was literally the cutest thing, and I literally go, "Oh bitch, you do karaoke," and he's like. <laughs> She, in. she sat he, in the car, buckled her seatbelt, looked at her surroundings, and the first thing out of her mouth was, bitch, you do karaoke? <laughs> well, and the other thing, so it was in a Tesla. That was the other thing. So I was like, oh, the coolest thing I thought about that, that was going to be, like, I thought the coolest thing about this ride was going to be the fact that it was in a Tesla, but bitch, you do karaoke? And then he was like, he was like, it's actually a podcast. And la la la, here we are. And it was really cool. Are. And so we well, chatted. Well, can you shout, shout out what, what's the podcast one more time so people can yes. go check his out? No, yes. Podcast is no longer a part. We actually mm. um, traded information. So, because um, he's been doing this for a while. So he's going to give us some, some tips, maybe make our experience a little better. But on Instagram, you can find it at no longer a part underscore. So N O L O N G. Oh my gosh, she has over, there's over 30 podcasts on Apple Podcasts. Beautiful. I was literally spelling out his little... Oh, sorry. It's okay. At (laughs) N-O-L-O-N-G-E-R-A-P-A-R-T underscore. That's on Instagram. Um, And then I think from there you can find, uh, you can find, you know, him on all other major platforms. TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, all uh, Spotify, all the good things. So... Um, so yeah, shout out Grim uh, and the No Longer Apart podcast. He said, "I'll I'll be on there uh, with Kevin in a few weeks." Kevin literally said hi. I think that was the only thing. <laughs> it's, well, is that the only thing he I wanted to say, words. or did you uh, well, fill I the time? Say something. say something. I was talking a lot, and then I went, "This is my boyfriend, Kevin. Say hi, Kevin." <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, "Hi," <laughs> and that's. That's all she wrote. Anyway. Well, welcome back, everyone. I am I'm following no longer a part um, underscore um, right now on, on the IG. And I also just followed them on um, Apple Podcasts. Now I have a new something to listen to while I'm in the shower or driving. Hallelujah. Or working. Um, welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Uh, well, what's up, Miss Amanda? One more thing. No, no? never mind. Mm-mm. Stop the whole goddamn train to say <laughs> no. Nope, so never sorry. mind. Everybody, <laughs> people have been asking me if they have to watch this show oh, before. Good listening. question. So you don't have to, absolutely not. To. But in order to fully like understand what we're talking about, it's not just you know what the women are saying. I think it's also like the circumstances that they're in, the body language, the tone of, I mean, we're relaying Mm. what they say, but hearing it from their mouth. um, Because I think sometimes like, 
it's a lot of undertones. Like the women aren't going to outright be like, Kimberly's being a bitch. They're going to be like, mm-hmm. Kimberly, you know, they're going to like, they're going to scoot around it in the way that they, so uh, no, you don't have to, but if no. you want to be a part of the club with us, I think that the bit, the big thing that I want from this for Amanda and Alex and everybody listening, um, there's, I feel like there's a small club of people that have seen every episode of every housewife franchise. And it's kind of like, I think it's a fun thing. So I want everyone to be in that club with us. Let's, if you're going to, if you're going to listen to the podcast, I mean, if you want to take a couple hours out of your week to watch the episodes, I think it's very beneficial for your understanding and comprehension. Plus, I mean, you're getting the full experience if you were to watch the episodes. I mean, it's we true. kind of just give our own opinions. And so by following the episodes, you kind of gain your own opinions about the women themselves. And so that way you can be on the same page. But no, this definitely does not require you to watch the episodes because, again, mm-hmm. we do the recaps, but we are giving our own information and opinions. A hundred percent. And I also think um, while I think we are wildly hilarious. Um, oh, <laughs> um, I think some of the jokes don't land as well. If you don't know what we're referencing. It's true. That yes. is a little harder. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. To having like a, um, what is it called? Like you can enjoy the, you know, put me on your yacht and call me baby, but, mm-hmm. but you might not be able to enjoy like the fact that Gina is a secret Judd sister. If you haven't seen what mm. Gina looks if like. If you don't know. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. No, you're yeah. not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, And also one last thing about this is if you watch it with us, when it picks up speed, which is around season three, four, which is like coming up very shortly. I think it's picking up speed already, girl. No, it is. It is. But but we, you, I mean, we don't, we're going to get wine tossing and hair pulling and. Oh, bad girls club. (laughs) Yeah. Like, kind of. Um, We're going to be getting a lot of that in, like, by season three, season four. Like, divorcing and it being... It's going to be crazy. Oh, I love Um, a good messy divorce, bitch. Yes. So, I... I, 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 That's a good question to bring up, but do it if you have the time. Peacock, again, just for... I think I mentioned this in the first episode. It's like $4.99 a month if you don't have it. But if you have Comcast, Mm -hmm. um, it's a part of the package. So, you can get a free... Or Xfinity. If you have Xfinity... Um, Again, we're not sponsoring. Well, we're not getting sponsored for these shout outs, but Yet. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe soon. Yeah. But yes. So just, can... just yeah, do it if you want to, but don't if you don't. But there are there are options and there are resources. Um, but let's kind of jump in. I mean, episode we're on episode seven. Um, I just it's. The finale episode was, they threw a lot in there. There was a lot of, it was packed. Um, but we opened up the season with Gina getting ready, uh, Shane ready to go to college. Um, I mean, they're just packing up his room as, as of mm-hmm. this point. But Gina mentions that she feels like she's been neglecting Kara because she's been focusing so much on Shane. Um, so the only thing that makes sense for her for bonding time is to create a jewelry buying party, which, um, Gina, Vicky, Kara, Lori, they all make it to go diamond shopping in Beverly Hills. Mm -hmm. Um, Vicky goes, it's like a Tupperware party, but for millionaires. (laughs) Makes no sense. (laughs) The reference makes no sense. Bitch, it's not. not. It's not like a Tupperware party. (laughs) You're literally going to the jewelry store. And by the way, by the way, millionaires buy Tupperware, don't they? 
So, like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's like being rich and going to a goddamn jewelry store, you dummy. Oh, my God. I feel a little spicy. Sorry. I was just like, a Tupperware party for a millionaire. <laughs> Bitch, what are you talking about? It's just, it's just, it's you going and buying a jewelry party because you're a millionaire. Yeah. 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 Okay, um, it- <laughs> what I was going to say, before they do that, um, does anybody else... Did anybody else buck catch the, the buck fuddy shirt? <laughs> I literally said not I, a, I said not a buck fuddy shirt. Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> Amanda, right now, if you need anything else from Kevin, ask him. Bye, Kevin. Right now, bye, oh, Kevin. Yeah, he just blew kisses, smooches. Okay, oh, how funny. Okay, well, so anyway, yeah. buck fuddy. I love the shirt. So funny. But that um, was just a quick little. F- I was like, God, Jesus. I'm so yeah. excited to get out of 2006. Take me yeah. back. Take, I, like, bring I, I me back. Just, I don't want to be there I just there think anymore. it's so, it's so interesting. Like, Shane, I know this is like, this is a normal, like, stereotype for the Shane's type of man. But the fact that he is so, like, he's sexually inexperienced. He, like, mm-hmm. he really, you know, is like kind of a mama's boy at heart. And I think he really respects women from like how he's, you know, presented himself through the season, but then he pulls out shit like buck fuddy on a shirt and how like, (laughs) if you bang a mom, you're fucking, it's like, he talks a big ass talk, but like, Mm -hmm. you know, really he's not as, you know, his chest isn't as puffed as he wants us to think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's like a yeah. Tupperware party, but for millionaires. And then Gina goes, um, you know, Kara's been doing really good. It's her birthday. Come, it's she's got, her birthday's coming up. So I just bought a, her first really expensive piece of jewelry for her birthday. I just wanted to show her that I loved her. Um, Lori found a $26,000 necklace. And Vicky <laughs> joked that if Lori does better at work, Vicky will buy it for her as a bonus. Um, and then Vicky was desperately trying to justify a $40,000 necklace. And she goes, um, she's like, I found a piece that's more expensive than a car. I just, I don't know how to, I just, I'm trying to make it work. I don't know how to make it work, but, um, yeah, it's just, it's kind of crazy. It's, I mean, it's really the first time in housewife history that we're really seeing in action. The fact that these women can like drop money like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and how the opulence is, you know, uh, it's there. It's, it's, it's actually, in your face. Um, Lori wanted to buy a necklace and I think she ended up buying it, but she was like, I just, I don't know if I can justify it because my daughter needs a new computer. I need to buy like things. There were things Mm -hmm. that necessities in her life that she needed, but she um, ended up buying the necklace or whatever. And you know, all in all the ladies spent $44,200 on jewelry, just, you know, casually between, Mm -hmm. I think there was like six or seven of them. Um, I mean, was there any any giant takeaways for either of you during that other than just like the You mean other than the off? fact that it was not a fucking Tupperware party? <laughs> <laughs> there was no Tupperware. <laughs> I have I think I think I've I've known a Tupperware party to be around forty thousand dollars before. Tupperware party Bitch, what? You go to Tupperware parties that cost you forty thousand dollars? Yeah, no, but I just know that. I just know that. Are you talking about going to like a Bed Bath and Beyond? I'm so confused. No, (laughs) I just I I know I. You at the warehouse? Like where? Mothers, when we were growing up, Tupperware parties were the Pampered Chef. Don't fuck it up. The Pampered Chef were. It's true. She was, she was pampered and she was chefing. So, 
the social, um, the social gatherings. Um, yes. Very cute. Uh, My but mom yeah, would no, never I. That. <laughs> Mine didn't either. But um, no, I was like kind of understanding where Lori was debating about it. I'm not like fully understanding the f- thousands of dollars dropping on this piece of jewelry but the whole debating of buying something expensive versus comparing it to other expenses like you just have to treat yourself every once in a while it's kind of what can. i took away yeah. if you can um but again for that price i was a bit oh shocked because i don't know i would not be comfortable with that. my question was out of the forty-four thousand, did vicky buy that forty thousand dollar necklace and then everybody else bought like a couple thousand dollars worth of jewelry but Maybe, but I mean, Maybe. we were seeing receipts that were like four thousand here, three thousand there, thousand. Oh. Yeah, what was the part? Did, did you guys? Um, what happened? Somebody, she was like, "I want this necklace," and then somebody was like, "Were you a good girl for Don this month?" And Vicky was <gasps> like, "Was Don a good boy for me?" Is that yes, what you mean bitch. to say? <laughs> Read her. Um, oh, but it was, I yeah. will say my one of my favorite line takeaways was the the lady that was hosting it. Whenever she said at the end, everyone found something they desperately needed. I was going, desperately needed. Okay, bitch. No. And speaking of desperately in need, tell me why this is a big, this is a big revelation moment that I had. Okay. So Lori said she couldn't go on this trip and she had to borrow money from her Mm ex-husband. So my question is, if you can borrow money from your ex, why isn't Ashley getting money from that hoe? You and why isn't you, why isn't the son getting any money from him either? Yeah, excuse me. Yeah. Ashley's not Ashley's not getting money from him because Ashley's not his daughter. Oh. Ashley mm. is a different person. Then she married and had Josh and Sophia or whatever her baby's name is. Sophie. Sophie. So that's why Ashley's not getting the money. But why is Josh not getting any extra yeah. extra help? And why can why you know I don't know I don't know I don't know I don't know, um, I think Lori, um, we'll we'll talk about Lori later yeah. because with some yeah. we have some revelations later. Man, do we? Um, so Joe, we start the revelations, scene. bitch. The world is about to end for somebody because okay, anyway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, the the Joe scene. So we start with Joe and Kimberly at the country club. They go. They they go up to do a tennis match and um and they're watching no, they these like they, that was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> they did that. We are, we're watching show. these like pro tennis players like fucking Serena's and Venus w- Williams style just you know killing it on the court and they're up there like should we do it? Mm, no, I don't want to anymore. And like, like girl, we know that you walked up there. <laughs> With your racket and your little skirt, just to look, get the shot, and then move on for uh-huh. like a martini at the country yeah. club, Don't like BFFR. Right. So yes, but we are. At this no? point, n- nobody knows that Joe and Slade um, have called off their engagement. Um, so this conversation, I just thought that um, it was a really cool conversation between the two of them. It felt like a really like a girlfriend conversation. It felt mm-hmm. like. Like they had a you know a genuine authentic relationship, um, but then we cut to Slade at the gym, and I have some quotes. So he, he said, "Normally I wear a wedding ring on my finger," but um, he goes into saying that Joe's character is questionable. 
Um, she shouldn't be partying like this. It does not set a good precedence for the kid. She's not a role model. Like it just, it was the way that he talked about her and why they broke up was really not great. Um, I, I don't know. He goes like, I've, I've been paying for her car that she's driving. My credit cards are under her name. And she also is, you know, feeling, um, like that's a huge burden at this point, right? She doesn't want to have a man controlling 100% of her finances. And that's proven because she wants her job and she wants to be, you know, a part of society and working. But um, Slade made a, a really kind of crazy comparison about if oh. Oh, when we started you. dating, she was said she was going to change or drop these habits by the time we were married. And that's like if I went and had sex with a bunch of women while we were engaged. And once we got married, I stopped having sex with them. I literally said, not the same. Cheating and changing your behavior. Uh, what? Bitch. Yeah. It's not the it's, same thing. It's no. not at all. You can't. Like, uh, and also, one... I'd like to. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no. you After you, baby. Okay, perfect. Because I was going to say, like, Slade <laughs> is so fucking annoying. Period. Yes. He really be pissing me off. Like, mm-hmm. he said he he didn't. So he didn't bring, uh, he didn't say, like, what you had just said, like, about, oh, she said she was going to change her behavior. He said she should be done partying. I quoted it. She should be done partying. And I said, why do you get to decide? And don't and don't act like you broke up with her. She left your ass mm-hmm. the shit that you're pulling to be fair. Be fucking for real. Because Slade, mm-hmm. it, it, Slade's acting as if he's the one that, like, dealt the hand as if, you know, Big Daddy came in with the axe and chopped it off. Like, it's not what happened. <laughs> okay? It's not. Nope. She, sure said, right. she said, ma'am, I'm collecting my things. Here are yours. A.K.A. this bitch-ass ring. Take it yep. right on back to Tiffany, as I don't want it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Just yep. saying. Holy. Get out yeah. of here, Slade. Are if you, I ever met um, you in real you okay? life, I would give you some shit. Are you good today? Like, yeah. You are sad. spilling her oats. Listen, this energy is like the complete opposite of last week. <laughs> you were I sp- felt terrible last week. You were mild last week. You are a spicy baby. I had to make up for what was lacking in the last one. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else? Because, girl, we I know you have a lot of energy for Slade and Joe at the end of this episode. I ain't got no motherfucking energy for Slade. He can catch these hands, though. Ooh. Ooh. Period. Ooh. Um, so we go to Vicky. Michael, oh, Vicky and, um, is it? Oh, no, it's oh. just Vicky. So it's a quick, it's a quick, quick little scene. Um, oh, what do you I do have to here? mention about, I don't know why I didn't catch it earlier, but Vicky's opening scene, whenever she does that weird little dance, it's like, she's like doing like a little snake dance kind of whenever it pans oh, to her with her family. Her name. Yeah. Like her titles. I was like, what is happening can here? You, can you get up really quickly and show us what she does? <laughs> yes. um, it, it was like, oh, oh. Ooh. <laughs> you do it a lot better. <laughs> Okay. She danced like a snake, but she looked like a gerbil. Tell me how that works. Oh, oh my god. Oh it's my god. Amanda. <laughs> how you gonna be how you gonna be the predator and the prey all at once, bitch? Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Okay. So yeah, um, okay, moving on. Yeah, so Michael's going to college in a week. 
Um, so he is set to go to college in seven days, yet he has not signed up for any classes, which I, I think know. is like, um, probably I, I, from my knowledge, past the cutoff date. You can't like there, there, there's a lot of coordination oh, that goes into fully that. Fully past. Um, Vicky's explaining to Michael that he needs to get on the phone with the dean, that he needs to, you know, get his classes sorted. He needs to get his room clean, like just like a bunch of things, a bunch of things. And he goes, but but I'm try- I have to go to the racetrack tomorrow. And she's like, the my ass, you're going to the racetrack. What you're going to be mm-hmm. doing is calling and doing these long lists of things. But um, she the, on the list, she's like, you need to talk about six. You need to take sixteen hours worth of classes a week. Is she said she said something about sixteen hours worth of classes, which is literally insane. Makes no, That's a, it makes it makes no sense. Like four four hour classes a week. That's what I, or like. No, Nick. Eight classes a eight Nick, classes a take, day for. Well, how does it help me? Okay, if you take three classes and you're in class three hours a day, three times five is fifteen. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's not that much. It's a it's a it's a, it's a full time schedule. I thought she was like trying to make him like work. Guys, I didn't go to college, <laughs> <laughs> and it shows. <laughs> It's okay. It's that. Uh, I was like, I was like, great, I, babe. I was like, damn. Nick thinks this this motherfucker's at, in class sixteen hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway. Anyway. Whoopsie. <laughs> whoops. Um. Vicky, let us know that Michael's been like abusing her Amex. That he's like buying concert tickets for his friends on her card. And she's like, are you, are they reimbursing me? And he said, yeah, they're going to give me the money today. Likely. Um, I think that, you know, at the end of the end of the, the tone of the scene was like, Michael's like, I, my, my lifestyle is so much different than my mom. She's always stressed. She's going to die of a heart attack one of these days. And Vicky's like, I'm not a control freak. I just want to make sure that Michael does everything that I need him to do and tell him to do. Anybody have any thoughts? <laughs> because it was a pretty quick scene. No. No. No, cool. Moving on. Lori takes her daughter to the equestrian center. Um, Lori, we find out, grew up in Idaho, had horses, had a ranch. Um, and it was really cool. It was she she had a really cool conversation about she was like Ashley's like Ashley likes um sugar daddies and Josh likes music. Um, those are their things. Do you think this horse riding thing could be your thing? And her daughter's like, Yeah, I this is my thing. So it's um it was really I need cool. A I couldn't gonna, remember. I couldn't gonna, remember what she said about nah, Ashley. You're just gonna you're just gonna say that and just keep on going, huh? <laughs> yeah, he sure did. <laughs> Didn't even pause for laughs. Like you just went that bitch like a sugar daddy. And <laughs> no it is a sweet moment though it was cute yes. it, it was really yeah. sweet and like her talking about like um you know i feel like i you know i'm seeing i'm in the position of my mother like right being able to like share something that i really loved um and see you know being able to see me through my mother's eyes in a way um was really special and i really appreciate that um that reflection that she shares that yeah totally Totally. Um, and then she goes, she said that she is, um, she said, because my life is like shaping up and things are working out for the better. Um, I've been able to help out with a charity. So she organizes, um, a charity event at a bar with a rock concert that (laughs) literally nobody showed up to. She was like, she was was calling people. She was like, where nobody's here. 
It was like eight o'clock and she was like, it was, it started too early for people to get there. It was like eight 30 when she said that. And um, yeah, I just, she goes, it's a really great band and everyone's missing out on some great music, but it's so sad. No, it was a lie. It's a lie. The whole thing is a lie. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody was invited to this charity event because it wasn't no goddamn charity event. Okay. (laughs) It literally was just say. She literally went. Nah, she went to his motherfucking brand practice. Okay. Uh He's like, you know what? Let me bring some gals over. She was like, excuse me. I've got my boyfriend and he playing a band. Can we put him on a camera for a minute? Can we get Mm -hmm. him singing on a band for a minute? It's a fundraiser. Yeah, baby, that was just a, yeah, she was, she just got him a cheap pro and they're like, okay, I guess we could create an angle. And then they're like, let's do this. So since we're getting this out of you, we're going to make you look dumb. So, (laughs) so guess what? You're going to be, you're going to wear a t-shirt for a charity event. And then you're going to go outside to stand by the curb for your guests to arrive. And that's (laughs) never going to happen. But then you're going to go inside. They'll finish their little, their little garage band practice and You'll clap and then you'll you'll be sad that nobody came. Ain't nobody not gonna come to a motherfucking no. charity event. It's, what what? Bitch, that made no sense absolutely at all. It was just I thought it was really funny when she was like, they're just they're they're this is a good band. They're missing out on some awesome music. No, they're and, not. Oh my god. And there's like one old guy dancing oh, yeah, he's alone. Like, you guys, <laughs> the, man, I can't my screaming. I'm so sorry. And not only it was, it was like a good how, how do you okay wait, wait wait we need to describe let's like describe <laughs> how this man was dancing um imagine your arms are like tree branches above your head with your hands pointing down to the ground almost like you're a bear like rawr, rawr. and then you just like sh- shake them you just shake no it was so funny i just like it's how, how do i explain it's like a marionette yes it's like if somebody took your grandpa and like oh. was tickling his armpits and simultaneously shaking him up and down, <laughs> like a bag of potato chips. Look, he was like look. the one only other guest that they were um, like, "We're going to give you some like you a three it? second." I surely did. It was fucking hilarious. How do you? <laughs> what is happening? Literally. Oh my god! Oh my god! I well, was gagging. It was so, listen, funny. so funny. I was like, so "That is the most that that to me is the most modern thing we've seen in this entire fucking show." It was the, hilarious. The, it was literally the cameraman. It was like an, was it was almost like directly. a scene from. The, it, it was almost like a scene from The Office. It was like, "Here's this band," and cut to this crazy guy, and then they zoom in on him, like, "What the fuck?" I felt like it was I, TikTok. I, I would like, put <laughs> money on it by that three second clip that I saw of him that he is a Leo because that Alex <gasps> sees a camera and he <laughs> makes sure that the camera it's points just, on him. There's also it's just so it's much to unpack here. Me. I'm watching it. He's in a red shirt under red light okay <laughs> and i mean his hairline is is at basically back at his shoulders bitch no. and this little old man he is getting his workout in because he is so wetting bullets bitch he's like the shiniest for you the shinier forehead than alex on a hot summer day bitch oh. it oh is listen it is the production production walked around with flyers and was like do you want to be on tv <laughs> come here and they only got him and he was the one the only one i almost felt like is he in distress and we just don't know (laughs) is this him saying help yeah oh my god 
my hospice nurse is beating me up. He was Leo. I mean, oh. Attention, attention. He was high on life. I listen, mean, listen. We have got to move on from this because okay. we've been talking about it for way too long. <laughs> <laughs> there will never be enough time in the world to talk about this. Um, no. Yeah, we well, we move on. We're going to move on to Joe and Slade because this is where things get extra spicy. Um, <sighs> so without Joe, Slade has a lot of time on his hand. Me- meets up with this this guy, a friend of his, maybe coworker. Um, he, th- they're spilling the tea. They're no longer together. Slade explains that the nights that she goes out is the nights that he has his kids, and it just feels like it's just, it's strategic. Which there might yeah. be some truth to that. Like, yeah, no, like she's she's definitely, but like also like Betty, take the fucking hint. Um, mm-hmm. They chat about how maybe she's just not ready to be a mom, um, but Slade wants Joe. She's the only person in his life. Um, basically, they, we go back to the the house. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, we Joe goes back to the house to pick. Oh, what do you have something? Can I also just say, no, like n- n- <laughs> man, yeah. these motherfuckers are upset. Anybody else? They just be talking about, oh yeah, you know, I just broke up with my. Fa-. I would be absolutely devastated if I had to leave my. Wrecked. Yeah. Not that I have a fiance, but I'm just saying, if I had to. Yeah. If I broke up with my, if Kevin came in here right now and was like i'm done said, you asked for I'm one too many glasses of water i'm leaving <laughs> i mean yeah get the fuck out of me and my hydration okay i'm just saying if that happened to me i would be i would be in shambles okay yeah mm-hmm. i would be mm-hmm. a mess and joe joe's just out here just like yeah just broke it up with her and then over here you got slayed and he's oh, you start yeah please she's left me but he's not like <laughs> sad but he's not like sad no, like yeah. no emotion at It's just all. like a regular and conversation. I'm like, and I'm like, damn, this is just so y'all. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's a sign. Here's yeah. Mm-hmm. But Joe, so Joe goes back to the house to pick up her clothes, right? And Slade right. packed her clothes in a very not. She so the the way that they broke up is she sent him a text message and said, "K, we are done. Like W E R done. Um, pack my mm-hmm. things up for me, and I'll be there tomorrow." Um, so she picks up her stuff. Slade comes home and tries to talk to her. And he's like, um, are you sure this is what you want to do? Are you sure? And he was like, um, you know, I, I, is this what you really want? To-? Anyway, sorry. He says, this is what you want to do. Sorry. I had like a million things in my head. But then she goes, we've talked about this a million kabillion times. Okay. And um, we've broken up a million kabillion times. And that is a direct quote from Joe. Um, she reminds him that he walked out on her. She she was at the table ready to have a conversation, mm-hmm. and he left. Um, and he said it was because of her behavior. And she said, "Well, fine. If it's because of my behavior, go find somebody else with that behavior. Ah, get her." I said, mm-hmm. "Ma'am, you better." I said, "Go yeah, the fuck. You better work. Find somebody else with a different behavior. Go the fuck off, sis." Yes. I also one other call that I had too is there was a moment where Slade is like, "My life is perfect." Except for this one thing. Yes. I, don't, I don't know if y'all follow oh. the fucking Am I the Asshole on Reddit. <laughs> you know? No. It's explain, like, explain it. Because I okay. love Am I the Asshole. It's a great. It's so great. It's the best thing. So people write in and they go, am I an asshole for um, like ripping up my, you know. Okay. Yeah. Rip, yeah. Uh, poking a hole in my son's condom. Or, like or something weird. They do oh. weird ass. Sh- okay. That's. 
Anyway, that's a no. That's like a. The, then they, yeah. they say like, my son is dating somebody, story. and I need a grandbaby. Um, so one day I saw condoms in a room, so I poked a, a hole in the condom to make sure that I could have a grandbaby. Am I the asshole? Right. And then people uh, respond to me like, "That's crazy. Yeah. You are an asshole." Yeah, but then yeah. sometimes people are like, "Am I the asshole?" In their story, they are not the asshole. And mm-hmm. then people are like, "You're not the asshole. Here's some advice on how to handle that." Yeah, it's a really great thread, that and is. I think everyone oh. should check I'll into it. Look into it. It's yeah. so good. I read it every single day because it's just it's great. It's quality. Content, Love that. Okay. And so basically, I just think it's like he's it's like he's like everything in my life is perfect. Except, except for that. Except my girlfriend except likes to go out, get out of the house and not be my little doll. Like, like yep, exactly. You're the asshole. Like, mm-hmm. you're, your life is your life is perfect. You say you're sad, but you don't seem sad. Like, I don't. And I hate the way he smoked that fucking cigar. I oh my could, god. I wish I could turn around and put it right on his tongue. Oh my God! Listen well, to his sizzle ooh. and hear him scream. I want to put something on his tongue because after, <gasps> uh, uh, whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> whoa, oh, babe! Oh no! Oh, um, no. wow, <laughs> wow! That's not what I meant, oh, but okay. that's what I said. No, uh-huh. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> he meant what he said. And he Oh my god. Wow. Nick has been jerking it to fucking Slade this whole time. Oh my god. Absolutely not. He's like, I put my dick on the TV screen when he opened his mouth. Stop! I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on anymore. I don't know either, but oh. let's Okay. Everybody So, so yes. After... Pause. Pause. Okay, um, so after they try to have this conversation, Just Joe like walks. We're in. trying to have this conversation. Yeah, I really hated the last minute and a half um, of our conversation. <laughs> um, so, so, so Joe says, you know, find somebody else. Grabs her shit, gets in the car. She's like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not having the conversation with you. Right. And she gets in her car. Uh, but before that, Slade ta- takes off. Her license plate. The, it's, he paid for the car. The license plate. All of it. He's paid for it. So technically, if he wants it back, he can get mm-hmm. it back because it's under he. It's under his name. But he takes the license plate off of her car. Uh, Alex, you can't do that. You can't do that. <laughs> for those that are watching, that are listening only, I just look over and Alex has moved his wig cap about halfway back <laughs> onto his skull and is itching his head. <laughs> His hairline was absolute. That was shocking. It was, was bad sh- as that old man's. Let me tell you, baby. That's a five. That's a seven head, baby. Yes! Oh my. <laughs> Stop. Oh my god. Oh. You look like the guy with the tiny hand from Scary Movie. It's yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, everyone. Fuck so- it. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's too far. Don't do that. Um, Okay, everyone, fucking focus. Focus. He takes her license plate so that she could potentially, if she dries off, get in trouble with the law. And um, she gets, she literally takes off. She said, I don't give a fuck. Fuck you, Slade. I'm out. And so then he gets in his Hummer and skirts, skirts the fuck out of the driveway, fucks up the rose bushes in the front, and takes off down. It is giving. 
it is giving um domestic violence it's giving it's giving like it's giving not good like he took he was he took he wanted he wanted to risk her safety he wanted her to get pulled over like he wanted that to happen or she stays yeah like there's like but he took extreme measures and it was absolutely terrifying i didn't like it one bit no no and the poor flower bushes Come on, the curb <laughs> appeal? Are you kidding me? Damn, I know. Um, I was like, him, what kind of law and order him, SVU is this? I mean, bitch, when they hit us with a shot of all the of the shattered petals on the, on the I, pavement. The drama. I like, the drama. Yeah. I was like, okay, bitch, yeah, I'm here for this. But, and I was like, but, and I hope he don't find her. Hey, hey, hey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he didn't find her. And we, they, we come back and he's like pacing in the house, like calling her, calling her. Honey, uh, honey, pick up. I need to talk to you. We need like, to get a I need fucking to get on the Xbox, slave. Yeah. Get a, go get a, or whatever. Go get a GameCube, bitch. Like, find something to do. Go, something. go dress up in weirdo costumes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Go look at your mask collection. Take but, a Xanax and then call her in the morning, baby. You yeah, for real. But we, we just get a cut to him on the, the stairs and he looks sad and she comes in. Finally. Running in. All of a she sudden, runs in. Sad. Slade, I'm sorry, and is crying, and they're hugging each other and consoling each other. And I just wrote, um, "I'm gonna puke" in my notes because awkward, awkward, awkward. It wasn't I good. I, I also, said, "Oh hell no." I also said, uh, "Joe, what? Oh man, I want to puke now." <laughs> <laughs> Not kidding. I was so mad. And it just sucked. And I hated the thing that made me so yes. sad about it, too, is because she's young, man. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my. I remember being 24 all those years ago. 80 of What was that? Whatever. Like, I hate two you. decades I ago? Made, I made yeah. a fucking joke, okay? Ho, back up. <laughs> all right, I know. I get it. And he, where? Um, yeah, she, uh, listen, for her to sit there on those stairs, and be like, I tried so hard to be a good little wife for you. I tried to mm-hmm. be, a, I tried to be a good mom. I tried to be a good housewife, and I failed. I failed. Mm-hmm. That is so fucking heartbreaking. Yeah. That to me yep. is that he's like put it in. It's the manipulation for me. Like that. That is literally he. he that's him creating a narrative to her that you know her value is in being a housewife and uh-huh. a, and a parent to his children. Cause I, yeah, again, I don't, I talked about this at length previously as well, but I will say again, don't call her mom. Like she's not your kid's mom. They are not her kids. Stop putting that on her. It is wrong. It is so fucking wrong. I, I am a firm believer. I think it is absolutely, and I will go to the grave with this. I think it's absolutely fucking toxic when parents, people, force their children to call partners that aren't their parents, like mom. It should be the kid's choice if that's something they want to do. But even then, there is a boundary there, and it's not okay. I know I'm on a little bit of a high horse right now. Sorry. I maybe need to calm down. But it's wrong, and it's fucking weird. You're fucking weird if you're doing that, bro. Stop that shit. Yeah, I wrote I wrote down that it feels like this a part of this convo, a part of her coming back was fueled by the fact that Slade showed his showed his hand, showed his power 
he said, I took all of this. I can take all of this away from you in a second. Mm -hmm. I can take the car away. What are you going to do without a car? I can take your credit cards away. What are you going to do without your credit cards? Like he has, he's put her in a position where he, he, yeah, she's unable at this point to self support herself financially um, because he is He's the one who runs her finances. He's the one who provides her everything. She said that I had to move back in with my parents. Like, it's just, it's unfair to her, in a way, how he's treating her. Um, It's 100%, yeah, it's gross. It's absolutely mm -hmm. wrong. And it's like, it's like absolutely like classic. People think abuse looks like a black eye, and it doesn't. That's no. what it does, but it doesn't, right? So what I mean by it's that is- It's not every time. It's not all, it's not, abu- it's not always abusive. And people yeah. really think like, oh, well, you could just leave or you could, what, what, but you don't understand how insidious this shit is. Like how a man will come into your life or even a woman, I, you know, shit. I, but my, my experience personally and what I've seen a lot of the time is a man comes into a woman's life who, you know, all she really wants is, is agency. She wants to be loved and accepted. He puts on a fucking really great show. Like, I'm the man of your dreams. I'm all of these things. And then slowly takes things away from you until you're entirely isolated, until mm-hmm. you, you are entirely dependent on them. And this is how a lot of people get wrapped into things like sex trafficking and shit like, like because this is what happens. They become fully dependent on this person who is mm-hmm. intentionally doing these things because they want what they want. They don't give a fuck about anybody else. And it's so hard to watch as a survivor of that kind of fucking abuse and it's like joe deserves so much more and but i'm just so glad because she has balls on her and like i just yeah. need her to like mm-hmm. it's it's hard but she is she, she just got to keep it keep it rolling and i mean we'll get to where we get at the end of this yeah. fucking episode but like I, it was that, when he got when he got in that car mm-hmm. the, the it made me feel so uncomfortable just seeing his like you could feel his he was his energy was anger you could feel mm-hmm. you could feel he didn't get his way and he was going to get his way one way or the other um and it was really uncomfortable to watch yeah. um i wanted but to let's, say oh, yeah. quick too like um you know because we have talked about it a couple different times um you know abuse and things like that i know that that is um that's really rough and people really go through it uh you know what i mean and i just want to to you know um to shout out any and all people like you know if, if you are if you feel unsafe if you need um if you need anything you can always reach out to uh, the national domestic violence hotline uh www.thehotline.org um they are 247 365 there to help you um you can reach out to them at uh 1-800-799-7233 so that's 1-800-799-SAFE, 7233. Just wanted to put that in. No, you can yeah, text, call, awesome. chat anyway uh, if you need it. But I just, I really want to make sure that we, you know, if anybody needs that help, like, don't be afraid. You can, you can do mm-hmm. it, baby. Yeah. Yes. Hell yeah. No, I love that. That was really, that's a really great, really great information and insight. Thanks for looking out, Miss Mandy. Mm-hmm. Love you. Um, 
so Lori, cut, we, we cut to Lori. She um, has found out that Ashley's just randomly moved out. No yeah. communication as to why. <laughs> yeah, what? Um, go. <laughs> however, <laughs> Ashley and her have been getting into fights. Ashley's like, I don't give a shit who she date or if she's dating. I just don't wait, want my mom to date assholes. What do you got to say, Miss Amanda? I just want to say I thought it was really funny that I made like this joke about like I was like, well, where is Ashley getting her money? Like, why the fuck is Lori being able to borrow? And then the, literally the next time they refer to Ashley, that bitch is gone. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, did she hear me? <laughs> oh, they took sorry, note. Girl. I didn't mean to make you leave, but I'm just letting you know. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, anyway. but there's there's a lot of issues with Lori and the men she dates. Um, apparently, Ooh. Steve is a dick. Um, mm. Josh Ooh. was just like, Josh was just like, mom, you have to understand that it's not just you; it's affecting the family. Yo. And that's mm-hmm. like something that you just need to accept. It's a fact. He literally says, "Quote." It's not just your personal life. You're bringing it here, and you need to accept that. I said, mm-hmm. uh, sir. That's called boundary setting 101. He I learned something you. in juvie. Kids really be telling you the motherfucking truth about yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd be thinking, I'd be like, oh, you know, being a mom would be so much fun. There'd be, like, a lot of really great things. But then they'd be telling you shit about yourself, and it's like, god damn. And you know, she, she knows he's right. You know what I mean? Uh, not a ninth grader yeah. coming in here telling me about my existence. I can't with you. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I think, yeah, at this point, Josh has probably lived a lot more life experience than Lori has. Mm-hmm. Juvie will do it to you. Um, mm-hmm. So apparently, Lori and Steve met when he was getting out of rehab. He Yikes. was, oh, he was using drugs. Um, so I think the part of the, um, the conversation. Not that good. I'm going to throw no. this out here right now. You guys, I understand. Oh, it's nice. But I think I think for but Lori, it's, it's more than the dick. It's, it's for in Lori's circumstance, it's not about the dick. It's about somebody giving her attention and loving right. her she because lonely. that's what she wants. Right. No. And she and everybody wants for love. Sure. I get what you're saying, but I also like Lori is not the type of woman that I think just goes for for like she's not. I don't think sex drives her as much as having like a person to call her own. I don't think so because she she's. Oh, then yeah. in in multiple marriages, she looks for something that's more than just surface level. Well, um, yes, but to be fair, like with Steve, you know, she's even said like, "We are not a couple. This is not a, you know, what I mean." We mm-hmm. are. But I think it turned into that. It, she said it at the beginning of the season, but it's turned into it. It's they uh, they're now like they're now more monogamous than they were in the beginning, and mm. and it's just it was an interesting conversation because like the, Lori is talking to Josh and she's like, well, Ashley owes me twenty five thousand dollars. Ashley, you know, um, twenty five hundred. Oh, did she say twenty five hundred? I thought she said yeah. twenty five thousand. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that Damn. makes a lot more sense. But she's like, she owes me twenty five hundred. She she does this. She does that. Um, and my kids can't tell me who I can and cannot date. Um, and that was really alarming because her, the way that she communicated, she's been communicating has been a very like open dialogue, very like nurturing, but mm-hmm. she all out of nowhere turns around and is like, well, you guys don't like this guy. You can't tell me who I can and cannot date, even though they are verbalizing how it's making them feel. They're have mm-hmm. they, the kids are having a respectful dialogue about it. And now Lori's flipping the. It's almost like the roles reversed in that moment. They're telling her something she doesn't want to hear. Um, But like the other thing is, is like you doing that, uh, that is so hurtful 
to your relationship with your kids, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, to basically just, like, completely invalidate how they feel and go, like, if a kid is coming to you reasonably, and I feel like that, you're right. I mean, I don't know. We don't know. We never saw the conversation with Ashley. I don't, uh, how that went. But with Josh coming to her and being like, I don't like how he treats you. I don't feel safe. I don't think Ashley is mm -hmm. wrong in this moment. He, somebody coming to you mature like that, that shit is like, it's as a parent, I mean, like, no, no offense, Lori, but like, you're fucking up big time there because, mm -hmm. like, he, that, ha like, that's gonna break trust for, you know, with your son. That's gonna break it tells you, it kid. tells your kids that you don't love them as much as you love the other person. Mm -hmm. Well, or it creates, it's, yeah, it, it creates that narrative in their mind, right? So it's like, oh man, I was just like, Lori, like, yes, of course there's a boundary in, in the sense that, like, yeah, your kids can't tell you who you can't, you can and can't date. But if your kid is coming to you concerned mm -hmm. about your well being, and they don't because of this person and their actions and the things that they do, that is like that is an alarm bell. You can't, that is a motherfucking tsunami alarm, ho. Like you mm -hmm. need to be that shit is blaring on the loudspeakers. You can't you can't just it's the Brush I it told off. I told you so. You know what yeah. I mean? Why can't I do this, mom? Because I told you so. That's not a fucking answer. You just don't want to you don't want to take the effort to really look in the mirror and deal with what you need to deal with because you know it's a problem. And boom, yeah. it becomes a problem. Yeah. So. Yeah. And Ashley also, um, Lori goes, at the very end of the scene, Ashley goes, mm -hmm. or Lori goes, Ashley just left one other thing, her dog. The dog. I love pup for her. I know. Yeah. Her Alex. Happy but, birthday, uh, Wiblow. Yes. Happy birthday <laughs> to my sweet, now two-year-old baby, wherever she may be. <laughs> yes. Happy birthday, Willow. Um. Yeah, but that's the end of that scene. Anything else? Okay, don't have to be like that. Don't have to be rude. <laughs> Anything nope. else? No? Okay, cool. So we move on. Uh, Gina and Vicky are getting their kids off to college. And it's it's uh, another one of those like uh, scenes where there's... Like comparing. Split, yeah. It's a split scene, and we get to see how the two families live. Um, Gina's just like sitting there while he's pack Shane's packing his shirts and getting things together. And he's like, she's like, are you going to miss me? And Shane's literally said, why do you ask? Such a dumb question. <laughs> um, Vicky is asking Michael a million questions a second. Like, oh, um, did you get your bed ordered? Where's your bed going to be? If you show up to school and all of your friends have different beds and you have a, you have a different bed than what they have, then it's going to be weird. When is your bed going to get there? Um, what, what's, what's in this laundry? How many things are you having in this laundry? Is this clean laundry? And Michael's just like, leave me alone. Like, just like, let me pack. Let me get, you're like stressing me out. Um, and then Gina on the other, the adverse side is um, talking about which type of girls to stay away from. She's like, when you're at college, stay away from the football groupies. And then Shane says something like, um, I'm more worried about like me being a new kid from California, like going in and being on the baseball team and how, you know, all the girls that are interested, all the, you know, in, in different guys, once they start falling in love with me, that's going to where it's going to really be a problem. Um, it was like a really interesting, he just, he has a, he has, um, he's very into himself um, on the exterior. Um, I don't know if he in, in, in inner monologues are the same as the verbalized monologues. I just um, thought it was weird. I was like, stay away from the football groupies, bitch. He plays baseball. <laughs> did she say, she said football groupies, right? She said football groupies. Okay. Yeah. I was like, did I misquote that? No, but no. she did say, 
She did. And I was like, what? Why would your daddy be telling you about football game when he was a baseball player? Um, because I <laughs> maybe it's a maybe it's that um it, it, that con- that misconception that like the girls fuck the entire football team, like stay away from those type of girls. Oh, That's there true. are them girls. There mm-hmm. are them girls. Um, just kidding. I was not. And then <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just was. Girl, that is funny. Come on. Were you re- were you kidding? I fully was. You were you were dating Kelvin at that time. Ew. Ew. <gasps> what if he's listening? Oh. He's not. <laughs> um so vicky <laughs> on the other hand vicky is like still you know 100 million miles an hour um don't drink on the weekdays only drink if you're gonna drink once on the weekends um and she's like i'm gonna miss you i'm gonna miss you are you gonna miss me why aren't you hugging me back give me a hug and michael's just like please leave me alone stop taking my shit out of my room like vicky's mm-hmm. energy i can tell that she is like putting up a front that she is going to miss him and it's a really hard day for her and the way that the anxiety is manifesting is just like over like overly helicopter helicopter mm-hmm. momming. Um and then we cut to Vicky and Brianna. They're going on a walk. Um she's discussing how Brianna's gonna leave in January and it's gonna be really hard. And she said um that she's gonna miss her, that she can't just cut the cord. She has to slowly cut the umbilical cord. She can't just drop that that you know relationship. Um and then Brianna goes, Well you're just gonna like show up and be like, hello, eat with me. Hello, uh shop with me. Hello, give me attention. It was, it was just, it was was hilarious. It's just, it's so much. It's like, it was a lot of energy coming at me at once. Mm -hmm. Um, It was just so funny. I was like, Brianna, you better do that little impression of your mama. That shit was hilarious. (laughs) Yeah. Amanda, can you redo the impression? Um, What did she say? She said, Um, hello, eat with me. Hello, shop with me. Did you miss me? Went to shop with me. You went to eat with me. Hello, eat with me. You went to shop with me. Give me attention. She literally did that. And I was like, like yep. you better read her. Yeah, it was funny. And then, well, we ping pong back to Gina's house and Kara just woke up and she's like, oh where are you going? And Gina's like, to college. And she goes, today? And everyone's like, where the fuck have you been? And then Shane puts something on her sandwich and then she's like, fuck you. I fucking hate it when you do this. I'm not even going to eat this sandwich anymore. And like, it's like, it's just, I think she just woke up and she was being... A, a fucking she was being a bitch and she yeah. literally walked into the the big the part around the counter of the kitchen shoved gina out of her way like pushed right. her and gina's like you don't push your mom like that and she's like i don't give a fuck my sandwich is ruined and it was just she it was said, a lot she gina's reaction oh bitch if i was her mama let me tell you i might not have slapped <laughs> i might not have slapped her because like i don't know if i believe in all that but man oh man honey as she walked by by the tug on her little ponytail Snap that bitch right on back onto her. Yes. Because um, listen, she said, because Gina's reaction was, oh, who slaps their mother? You're gonna, you're gonna shove your your mother like a wacko. And I was like, don't a wacko. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I said, call her a bitch. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> don't call her a bitch. That's not nice. But like, damn. Go yeah, ahead. it was a lot. But but Shane's dad um, calls him over the phone to say goodbye to him. Um, which was just like it's just so it's it's on brand for his dad um and then there's a whole fiasco in the drive the driveway where kara ends up getting out of her car because she can't back up cries and is like fucking run over the dog i don't like him anyway it was just a lot it was a lot i'm ready to move on to kimberly's party because this is a little on her period vibe oh Oh, maybe. She was, maybe she was giving i woke up from a bad dream and i'm bleeding and i'm not feeling it 
but I got to go to a volleyball practice anyway. Fuck everybody else. <laughs> Not yep. the volleyball practice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, Kimberly's throwing an end of party, end of the summer party yes. slash birthday extravaganza. Oh. Um, Vicky, Lori, and Gina show up. Um, Gina is mentioning that Shane left, and then Vicky's like, Michael left as well. Um, and then Vicky goes to Lord, to Gina and she goes, did you cry? And Gina was like, um, you know, no, I didn't. I didn't cry at all. You know, I should have. Should I have cried? Like, it was like this like existential moment where she's like, I didn't. And is that weird? Um, and then Vicky was like, I couldn't even watch him leave. I couldn't even. It's I can't, like at night. I, it's weird for me. I just I can't. Um, and the then second year, bitch. It's not like he hadn't done it before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I did not it's, understand that. It's it's like control attachment anxiety for real. And the, but Gina does say that if her son does not call her back after three days, she cuts his phone off. So like it's this like weird limbo and like like juggling act of Gina being detached while also trying to be as attached as possible. It's so I it's hard for me to keep up and I don't know how her children do it. Um but yeah, Lori's filling Vicky in on um she goes, There's drama in my life as always. Come here and I, I need to tell you something. So Steve apparently bought drugs in front of Josh in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't. So Steve, like I just said, came out of, they met out. Of, well, he got out of rehab. They went to Mexico. She said the drugs were legal, legal in Mexico. And this was 2006. What drugs were they? Was it Coke? So no, no, it wouldn't be cocaine. It would be. So basically like pharmaceutical drugs in Mexico. Oh. You just go into it. You can just go. Pharmacia. We went to one in Mexico. Yeah, mm-hmm. Pharmacia. You pop in there, you can get. You can get Xanax, you can get Adderall, you can get, you know, like, there's a bunch of different, like, prescription medications that you can go and pick up just over the counter versus, like, you know, in, a, in America. Needing a doctor's note. Doctor yeah. has to prescribe it, and so, um. She was so just, ups- yeah, she was just I upset guess... that he, he put, her, he put Josh in such a, a poor situation, number one. Yeah. Number two, like, it's her kid. Um, and she's and like, like what? We're... you thought he wasn't going to tell his mama. Yeah. Or maybe he just didn't even realize that Josh was there. Mm-hmm. Who knows? We weren't there, but it was definitely, she's like, I just feel so sad. Like, I feel like I, I find these people that I just want to help and that like, you know, are, are struggling mm-hmm. and she wants to fix people. She's a fixer. Um, you know, and she's, she's just, you know, a little, um, a, a naive soul at, at heart. Um, so Vicky's just being... She's being a good friend. Vicky's like, you know, you need to cut it off. Like, giving her some hard feedback in a loving way. Um, and then, Kimberly, we go back. So, that all happens. And then we cut to Kimberly and Lori at the table. Yes. And Kimberly just spills the beans. She goes, Slade and, Slade and Joe broke up. And everyone's like, what? And then Lori goes, oh, I'm shocked. Like, that was... <laughs> She was, she, she, I didn't catch that. <laughs> she, she said, Oh, well, she said, like, Oh, I'm shocked. But it, the, the tone was like, Hmm, okay. Didn't see that coming. But then we turned to Vicky, and Vicky's like, Called it. I called it. I called it. Vicky yep. just was letting everyone know that she knew that they yep, were not going to last. She was like, I want like a wildfire. Yes. And Joe was like, It's, the, the Joe said it, the news spread so fast and it's really walking into this is very uncomfortable. And then immediately after walking into this, Gina asking me um, if I'm okay, like I didn't even get a chance to say anything, Second. you know? Um, and, and so that's, you know, that's, that's that, that's the, the end of the, the show. But we, the, 
they do a two month check in initially. Oh the, the end scene was at the party. Baby. Then we do a two month oh. check in. My. This, God. this little check in had me gasping, hell. Yeah. Oh. Alex, literally, <laughs> I I knew what happened and I know, I knew. Anyway, Kevin Lori asked is me killing. I was okay. Because I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? Gagged, gooped, and just. Oh. Say, Shocked. Bitch. Okay, yeah. let's go ahead. Get Lori, it. Lori's killing it at work. Three hundred percent up in sales. Um, was oh thirty? I thought it's a numbers. That was thirty percent. Thirty percent up in sales. Thirty percent up in sales. I just have really high expectations. Um, Josh violated his probation and then was shipped off to his grandparents' house. Um, I wrote Kimberly skip. Gina, skip. Vicky, yep. skip. Because it was just their lives. Yep. I'm sorry, we no. Get to... You're not going to... Hold on. You're not going to skip Vicky's. That shit was funny. Nobody thought it was funny that they were like... Uh, Kara went off to college and Vicky did not have a nervous breakdown. Oh, yes. <laughs> I wrote that. I thought that was hilarious. That little tidbit that was pretty hilarious. they decided they were like... That, yeah, she's... Of course, she's fucking fine. Do you know what I mean? But it was yeah. shady. That was a shady thing to say. That that's <laughs> I do love that you brought that up, and that is going to be like a Bravo editing and Bravo production are some shady, shady queens. Oh, they girl. it'll be like it'll be like somebody will be like, This happened at my husband's five star restaurant, and then it'll cut back to where they were at, and it'll be like fill in the blank restaurant, three stars at the bottom, and like fact check the women. It's so funny. It's um, so, so I, funny. I love that you brought that up. But Joe and Slade officially oh, broke up. They Ugh. they they broke up. He took the car. He took the credit cards. But what he didn't take, the addition to his life, is he started dating Lori. So ah! Slade is a that? housewife hopper. He's a housewife hopper. A housewife oh, homie hopper. Bitch. So that they broke. They dated for a couple weeks, and then they broke up. And then two weeks later. Slade and Joe got back together. Oh, which I would never. If I did, I Mm-mm. would Mm-mm. never. That's the line for me. That's the line. I just, Not yeah, I want to talk to my friend. Very you're, quickly. You're a very quickly recap. The, they were together. Joe and Slade were together. Joe and Slade break up. Two weeks later, Slade and Lori get together. Two weeks later, they break up. Two weeks later, Slade and Joe get back together. Mm-hmm. What a timeline. Also, what a what a an what? emotionally an emotional roller coaster trauma roller like what is he doing? Yeah. What do you mean what is he doing? What is Lori doing? Yeah, what is Lori doing? Yeah, I don't know what was going on with her. That... See, I know we talk shit about Vicky early on about giving Lori shit for drama in her life, like uncontrollables. This is a fully controllable thing. Lori, Lori fucked up. Lori stepped so, over a goddamn line. And do we think Lori, Lori just really she is. She needs it. She, she needs, needs it in D. her life. There are people that it's not even just, but like, that's what I mean. The dick ain't that good, baby. You, mm-hmm. some people, they, it's like, if, if there isn't something dramatic happening in their life, then I think they think something's wrong. She has to oh. have it. She oh. has to have it. Don't you dare oh. look at me like that. Oh. Don't you oh. dare look at me like that. Listen. Oh. That's not fair. Oh. 
Okay, I need you to stop open and whooping over there, bitch. Okay, <laughs> both of you. Ugh. Anyway, we are talking about Lori, the housewife. Oh, you're talking me. <laughs> <laughs> I just I was editing last last week's the second episode from last week so episode six and you said you were like there's always something going on in my life (laughs) ironically I am kind of very much a Lori personality so you are you have a really kind gentle soul right 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 but you also there's also always chaos going on there's always a drop of chaos okay no you don't hate it bitch you actually I think low-key Sometimes. It's your it's your fight or flight response, and in order for you to stay mentally stable, you need to have a little off kilter because it keeps you alive. It's your guilty pleasure. Ah! Okay, baby. Kind of like. <laughs> yeah, but Lori, anyway, you're for Lori. But, but she's for a, Lori, man. So, yeah, she just has to have the drama in her life, and I think it's like at any cost. See, for me, it's like not at any cost. Do we think that that. they were, do you think that they broke, Joe and Slade broke up and like Lori like always thought Slade was cute and like vice versa? Or did they do this to help promote season two for there to be a storyline for for them to have a reason to come Mm -hmm. back? I think Slade did it on purpose. Calculated. Joe's attention. 100%. He's an abuser. That's what they do. So he did this on purpose to get Joe's attention. And mm-hmm, it worked mm-hmm. because he played her like a goddamn fiddle, like yes. a goddamn mm-hmm. orchestra, baby. He just got mm-hmm. her wrapped right the fuck up. Yeah, from, mm-hmm. from girl, you're not wrong. All the way to bar forty six. It's all the yes. way. Yes. So I mean, that's the end of the first episode, or the last, the first. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the finale. Okay. That is the episode. The end of the finale. Um, we that is the finale of the finale. Yeah, uh, episode yeah. seven. So uh, episode eight, the next episode is going to be a little reunion recap, which I think you know we got some good information out of. At first, I was like, this, I don't want to do this. the The first couple reunions are really boring because the formula isn't quite there yet, and the women are more mm-hmm. worried about the perception that they're gonna give yeah. out, so they they hold in everything. Um, but this reunion had some really cool things, had some good little juicy nuggets of information. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to take a little bio break um, and, and you know, come back and record the second half, which will come out sometime within the next seven days. Um, again, scheduling. I'm trying to do Wednesdays and Fridays, but um, it just hasn't worked out for me yet. So we'll get there. <laughs> um, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. But out of anything else, Alex, do you have anything to say? Anything to add? before we before we sign off uh you know it was an enjoyable season even though it was the first like run of it for the real housewives and you know it was a bit of a bumpy start but you know mm-hmm. it really started to bring the drama and that really sucked us in so i'm excited to see what season two and the f- further seasons uh bring because i'm excited for more mm-hmm. yeah me too me too. Are you good? Yeah, I just choked on my spit. Also, um, want- okay. Can you give out the socials, honey? I sure can. So again, for all those out there that don't know, we do have uh, the socials on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. You can find us at Real House Friends. And for those out there that don't know, house is spelled H-A-U-S. So again, at Real House Friends on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Yes, Miss Amanda. 
Uh, what do you got for us? Bring a, what last final you know tidbits, and then you know, break break us out. Wow, final you know the final of uh, the first season. Uh, you know, I will say that I think uh, the majority of my predictions were correct. Um, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I am a witch, so. <laughs> The intuition is <laughs> still good, baby. It's also the hypervigilance that helps. Um, so you know, it's uh I think it was it's been a really fun ride. I'm excited. Um I'm excited to to see, you know, season two. Mm-hmm. It's like been hard for me internally to not look up what these bitches look like now. Oh. Um <laughs> so I'm just trying to keep myself surprised. Um and yeah, man, I'm excited to uh Excited to get into season two. Woo-hoo! Yes. Okay. Well, on that note, Miss Amanda, take us out and then we'll we'll get on the next episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, my, oh god. my god. That was All an right. explosion. Goodbye, everyone. Smooches. <laughs> <laughs>